And now in the stressless in studio this morning is Julie Brown with Ben Parks and Rec. Julie, great to see you. Good to see you too. Missed you a month or two there in a row, but it's uh, nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. So tell us what's happening, Ben Parks and Rec. We, we are heading into our very busy season, and we have been busy wrapping up a couple of big projects that we have been working on. We um, just about a, a week ago officially finished up the Big Sky Bike Park. So we have been building this bike park. This is our very first bike park that we have here in Bend, and it's got several different bike amenities. It's at Big Sky Park, so obviously Big Sky Park already had a lot of other things going on with it, but one of the important things that we added to this park is a new access point off a of Hamby Road and some expanded parking that's right next to the, the bike park. So um, the bike park includes a pump track and it's got a skills course and some single track and a learning area. The intention behind the bike park is really to have a little bit of something for everybody. So all ages, all abilities, all skill levels. So there's quite a bit of opportunity for somebody um, of any age or ability who may has never done much biking but wants to get into it it can be an opportunity to to learn so um, we're really excited about that it was uh, it's right next to the bend bmx track as well so those are kind of co-located within the same space which is excellent so you know it on all of these nice days uh, pretty typical to be able to go out there and see a lot of people already becoming familiar with the amenities. Um, it, it was built kind of in stages, so it was pretty popular even before we have officially mm. given it the green light and said, yes, it, this is now finished and ready to be open. So we are going to celebrate that with a open house kind of celebration on Friday, June 9th from 4 to 7 p.m. So we invite the community to come out there and, and check it out uh, with a bike or without a bike if you just want to come. Um, and we're going to have some of the partners involved because this uh, project, we had a lot of help from Oregon Adaptive Sports and CODA and MBSEF. And, and so we're really going to invite everybody to, to come celebrate it together and hopefully do a little bit of demonstrations of the amenities and answer questions and give tours. Oh, sounds like a lot going on with it. That sounds great. Are there lights out there? Is it available for nighttime use or, or evening use? There is. There are not lights at at, at the bike park. So it really is kind of open from dawn to dusk. Um, we're also encouraging people to uh, refrain from using it when it's really muddy because we don't want to that can damage the amenities um, but otherwise it's it's going to be open and available for people we do strongly recommend helmets and safety gear for all ages but um, certainly for uh, children under the age of 16 the Oregon state law uh, applies for requiring a helmet Okay, good to know. Uh, the Drake Park project is also something you guys have been working yes, on. Yes, Drake Park has had a, a lot of fencing uh, that you can see when you're coming by there. And that is also wrapping up in the next month or so. Um, that project was um, in a repair to the seawall that was kind of crumbling in spots. Um, we've also expanded the beach area and we're putting a different surfacing material down, more of that um, similar gravel that we have at Riverbend Park. So it's going to stay put a little bit better. Built a new plaza area at um, 
kind of that beach place of it. But then we've also extended the Deschutes River Trail. There's going to be a new boardwalk area that's going to go underneath the Newport Avenue Bridge. So it's going to connect to Pacific Park underneath the bridge and really kind of complete um, that stretch of the Deschutes River Trail. So that's going to be all wrapping up here in the next month or so. And I anticipate that that is going to become one of the most used trail sections of the Deschutes River Trail. Oh, no doubt. Drake Park is heavily used. Visitors yes. always going to it as well as people in town. The uh, I was talking to somebody else in the city who was saying that, that the goal is, and does this actually complete the circuit for the uh, Deschutes River Trail or for the trail? In the city, for the for the close in, yes, it does. Um, but we do have some other stretches that are a little bit further out um, that that we're still going to be working on to try to complete. But in that near end area, right along the river corridor, it's gonna get, it's gonna pretty much complete it. Wow, that's gonna be something else. You could drive, you could walk a complete loop then eventually. Yes. Wow. Um, okay. And speaking of the river. It is that time of year, isn't it? Um, yes. Um, with the warmer temperatures, people have already been enjoying the river recreation. Um, and it's going to just kind of ramp up from here if this summer is anything like past summers. In a typical summer, we will have close to a quarter million river users between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Um, and I anticipate that that... that um, Activity will probably have a similar level of interest. It's always a little bit weather dependent. If we have an um, air quality issue or last year, our overall numbers were actually a little bit down for the overall summer because if you remember, June was quite cool. So the, I believe the year over year data was about 58% down last June pre from the previous June. So it's always a little dependent on the weather, but um, you know, we really encourage people to use durable gear and, and either have your own tube or consider renting durable gear, wearing a life jacket. That water is very cold, even on the hottest days of the summer, but certainly right now it is extremely cold. So people need to take, um, take precautions for that. We're also seeing a lot of alcohol use in our parks and on the river. And that's a very dangerous combination. We, we really want people to refrain from using alcohol, especially if they're going to be engaging in any of the river activities. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a bad idea. So I would much prefer if people kind of wait and, and um, enjoy that activity if they're of age after the fact and not so much in the park or on the river. We are going to be having the concession activities with the ability to rent uh, tubes. That's going to get kicked off this weekend at Riverbend Park. The park and float location that's up next to the pavilion where you can catch the shuttle bus, um, that is going to start right after school gets out. So Saturday, June 17th is when that's going to get started. All right. Good to know. The, uh, I was talking to one of your uh, uh, colleagues uh, regarding the access points and the repairs that have been made. You want to touch on that lightly? Oh, it's, it's so great. At Riverbend Park, we now have three new access points that are just south of, of the, the main park. And um, we did this project in collaboration with Upper Deschutes Watershed Council and really wanted to strike a balance between wanting to uh, repair 
some of the habitat, the riverbank area that's been kind of trampled too much, as well as wanting to facilitate recreational access. So we've got these really cool um, terraced boulder areas in three different areas there. It is a great spot to be able to access the river if you have a paddleboard or a kayak. That's a really good spot to be able to get in the water. It also will work great for kids um, under parent supervision to be able to splash around on, on the bottom rocks there. It's a really cool project. We're really proud of it and I'm hopeful that we are going to be able to do the same type of treatment other places of the river. We included about 2,000 feet of split rail fencing there and an extra layer of protection trying to give the riverbank an opportunity to repair itself. We also planted a lot of, of new native plants in that area too. So um, while there's a, this enhanced river access piece of it we're also taking really good care of the habitat right there so it's a it's a very cool project if if people haven't taken a look at it i highly recommend it with the popularity of the river and the the increasingly heavy use of it uh weather dependent of course uh, do you ever see a time in the future where there's going to be some fees charged to be able to access the river and i bring that up because multnomah falls is just starting to do uh paid limited time parking. So you pay for this parking, but you can only stay for an hour or two hours or whatever it is, and then you got to move on. Do we envision a time when that may become necessary? You know, at the park district, we haven't really talked about having any sort of a paid access. We have 16 river parks that, um, you know, most of them have some ability to get into the river. And we recognize the river is an Oregon waterway. So there's an element of it already being an opportunity for the people of the state of Oregon. So um, any change to how it is accessed or um, the ability to use it, I think, would take a lot of conversation, and that's just not something we've talked about. What's on your calendar for the next month before I get to see you again? Oh, my gosh. Well, the, the Big Sky Bike Park opening will be a, a big piece of it for me. Also, just ramping up and, and getting ready. This is always an uh, exciting time with having one foot in uh, the current season and the next season. You know, we're getting, it's a mad, always a mad dash to the end of the school year and then starting summer camps. So I will be very busy between now and then. No doubt. No doubt. Julie Brown, Ben Parks and Rec. Great to see you. Good to see you. Thanks so much. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Good morning to you.